So Max went home to breakfast. Chapter 1 It was Saturday afternoon and hot for July. Cows! Doreen Muxworthy Stoker leaned over the picket fence and regarded her employer and the scruffy dog at her heels with disapprobation. That Marge Smith's setting up a corral full of cows right where the old rose garden used to be. Sarah Quilliam slammed the spade into the tomato bed. Max, the dog, snapped lazily at the clump of dirt that flew past his nose, then curled up and went to sleep. Why are you yelling at me, Doreen? I didn't book the cow people at the inn, and who cares anyway? Whole town's gone cow crazy. You ought to see what Nicholson's hardware store has on the sidewalk. Fake cow. Big as life and twice as natural. You ought to care about cows. There's a big deal going on about cows. Quill gave up. Why cows? Texas longhorns, Doreen said. Them are cows with horns, big ones. And? And some associations having their annual meeting right here in Hemlock Falls in two days, and you don't even care. I don't have to care, do I? Quill said mildly. I mean, after all, it doesn't matter who eats at the palate, does it? Although, she added doubtfully, I suppose I could talk Meg into scheduling some sort of beef thing on the menu. Marge'll have beef on the menu up to our inn. You can bet on that. This got to Quill, as Doreen knew it would. If I have to remind you one more time that we don't own the inn anymore— and Marge's business is none of our business. I am going to scream. Quill punctuated the verb with a vigorous jerk of her arms and brought up a shovel full of earthworms. One of them was cut right in half. Max woke up, looked at the worm, and rolled his eyes at Quill. Conscience-stricken, she let the dirt slide back in the hole. Maybe it was true that you could split an earthworm in half and it would go on its way. Maybe she'd just cloned something. It's gonna look like a bloody Jehoshaphat, Doreen said. Bunch of cows running all over that backyard, and the mess. I'm here to tell you cow manure is the sloppiest manure this side of a chicken with the runs, not to mention the stink. We get a north wind off in the gorge, and that stink's gonna blow right through the dining room after it stinks up the kitchen, of course, and after stinking up the dining room, it's gonna stink up the foyer, and after it stinks up the foyer— Stop, Quill said. I know about cows, Doreen said. Her frizzy gray hair haloed her face in the June heat, making her look like an obstinate cockatoo. Quill glanced at her with exasperated affection, then wiped her forehead. The garden at the back of their new restaurant was hotter than it should be, despite the breeze. At home, at Marge's Inn, she corrected herself, the breeze from Hemlock Gorge was cooled by the waterfall. Their new restaurant was in the village, at the foot of the hill, where the inn at Hemlock Falls had sat for over three hundred years, and the breezes from the gorge blew right over Main Street, and the old stone house that contained the pallet restaurant. Sarah Quilliam, manager. Maitre Margaret Quilliam, chef de maison. Quill wiped the sweat from her neck. 
She, Meg, and Doreen had exchanged the inn with its load of debt for Marge's diner two months ago. There had been enough cash on hand to make some necessary renovations to the kitchen and the small dining area, but there hadn't been a reason to keep on Mike the groundskeeper. There weren't any grounds to speak of at the pallet. The backyard was sixty feet wide and eighty feet long. Not nearly enough room for an outdoor patio and a vegetable herb garden, too. And they needed a garden. There were some essentials Meg couldn't do without. Fresh dill, chives, oregano, tomatoes. Quill looked at the flat of unplanted tomatoes and sighed. It was late to plant. You want I should put a couple of those in for you? Doreen shoved open the gate with one sneakered foot and stamped into the yard. Not near enough room for all of those, you know. Not and the Swiss chard and the broccoli. Quill's feet.